Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's program, we're finding out what's on the mind of James Price of the Better Business Bureau here this morning. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to be talking about some scams some way, form or fashion. James, good morning. Morning, Brian. How you doing today? Doing really good. Doing really good. Did I, you know, I, I think there's always probably a good 90% chance we're talking at least about a scam or something like that, right? A or B or I have a couple here that we can get through this morning and actually they're both like top of mind awareness. So uh, let's kind of get right on them here really quick. The first one that comes to mind is uh, college scams for students to avoid because we're going back to school now and uh, those scammers are actually going to pick up their activity now that these uh, students are going back to college. And, and you know that they're going to really look at, you know, the freshmen coming in because uh, this is, quote, fresh meat for them because these people haven't been introduced to some of these scams before. And that's going to be the easy way for them to get in there. <laughs> yeah, most certainly. And, of course, I think MTSU goes back about August 24th. So as, as we get into the start of college and, and students, uh, I'm sure this is going to be a, a biggie to take a look at. Absolutely. So college students, they, they got to spend a lot of money on tuition payments and supplies, you know, they have to get ready for the year. And the scammers, you know, they, they jump right on this opportunity. Uh, one tactic has been to get students personal information is phishing emails that claims to be from the school's financial department. And of course, you know, the students are really aware of this because this is where their money's coming from. So it's real easy for them to go, oh, they got another problem with my financial aid here. Because it never goes straight, the, you know, the first time. Um, so you might get a text message or an email, uh, what appears to be from the college, instructing the student to click on a link or an email uh, with a student name and password. You know, just don't do it. That can give the user information, you know, the password information they need to, to download or get malware software into your computer. So whether you're starting school away from home or have or younger students, uh, you know, you got you you could be vulnerable to scams, and so we we want you to watch out for some of these red flags that come up. Yeah, you're going to kind of give us some of these things to to watch out for. And you talked about, you know, younger people, young college students, you, you know, uh, maybe high school students, that kind of thing. Looking at college, they may not be aware of all the scams that are out there and, and ways to be safe. So maybe this can help moms and dads and grandmas and aunts and uncles. Absolutely. You know, the first one is fake credit cards, you know, offers to apply for your first credit card is tempting for students, uh, which brings me back to uh, uh, the church this past week. The pastor had a good message for students just said, Hey, yeah. And the first month, you know, they spent all this money and then the, the bill came in. And so this is so real for students is that you get this credit card and you just kind of, you know, go hog wild on this credit card. And all of a sudden, oh, this isn't free money. <laughs> you got to pay for it. Yeah. But there's fake credit cards out there. So, you know, uh, not only does it create a problem down the road for, uh, you know, unchecked spending, which he was talking about, but also the deals that a phony offers just designed to get your personal information. You know, research the offers from credit card pliers and banking institutions before applying. 
uh, review uh, BBB for credit card tips and scams. And if you really want a credit card, the first place to go to, I would think, would be your bank. Yeah. Because uh, if, if the bank is going to give you not only a, probably a better rate, but um, they'll try to check your spending as well. You know, I remember um, back when I was, you know, in college, they used to have uh, set up in the student union building and and uh it was a free t-shirt if you sign it for a credit card and you know what college students do for a free t-shirt right but uh you know I, I think there's maybe a little bit more of a crackdown from back in the 90s when i was doing that but uh anyway you, you've got to be careful those it sounds really good but especially those fake credit cards this next one really hits up close to home too is too good to be true apartments mm. You know, it's not hard to jump on a convenient apartment that's close to campus, especially if it advertises affordable rent. It's tempting to hand over credit information and lock in that great, uh, uh, you know, opportunity to get this really neat apartment. But you got to watch that, you know, uh, these are scammers out there. They could be on Craigslist or social media, uh, appearing to be from other students looking for roommates. You can read more about this on rental scams on BBB.org. But the other thing I'll tell you about is uh, anytime you want to get an apartment near a college, and, and we're going to warn our MTSU people, um, go to BBB.org. We have apartments in our local area who have very less favorable ratings with BBB. And you can read about the comments and the complaints that they've had. And don't think that they're going to change overnight. I mean, these things... If, if these students have had these problems in the past about, you know, bugs and, uh, you know, they won't update any of the equipment, the plumbing doesn't work, it ain't going to change because there's a new person taking over. You still have the same management company. So watch out for those things. Do your homework ahead of time. I, I can tell you, I get four or five calls a year from parents out of state that want to tell me about an apartment complex that they've already signed up for. And my first answer to them is, is, okay, well, first thing is, is they have an F and they've done this before. And they've had an F for a long, long time. Right. Yeah. So yeah, just do your homework. I mean, when you're going off to school, it, it's not, it, the, the boxes don't get checked easy. Um, ID theft, it's good to start practicing healthy money habits now. Uh, one is, you know, check your credit report for unusual activity. Uh, I mean, somebody tried to hack into my bank account over the last two weeks from uh, whobuys.com and it was, or uh, something like that, where it just came in from out of the country. I don't know how they got a hold of my bank account information, but of course I had to go to the bank and get it all changed up. And the website shows that they don't even do business in the U.S., um scholarship and grant scams be aware of phone calls or companies guaranteeing you guaranteeing you reduce loan payments or healthy grants search the company's information go to bbb.org again contact the school's financial aid office you know because they may be able to tell you if other students have had scams from these companies before i keep there's one thing i keep coming up in here check bbb.org yeah. um <laughs> Online shopping scams, same thing. You know, some of the online businesses out there, we have really poor ratings for a lot of online shopping companies. And so <clears throat> check them out, make sure that they're legit, 
know who you're dealing with. Be aware of current scams. If you go to BBB.org and you scroll to the bottom of the page, there's a thing down there called Scam Tracker. And you can actually use a heat map and you can zoom in on the city you live in and you can see the local scams in the areas that people are reporting. So if you've been scammed, add to the scam tracker. Uh, if you, and then you can read about the people who have been scammed along the way. So, uh, you know, just really pay attention to those red flags along the way. And students, uh, you know, you're just starting out in the education world. Uh, I would be very, very cautious about, you know, anytime somebody wants personal information from you. We've got James Price of the Better Business Bureau joining us, and uh, we've been talking about uh, some scams for college students to avoid. And, of course, uh, we're a big college town, a lot of uh, folks moving in from uh, out of town to come to MTSU, and a lot of locals uh, going off to college or maybe staying here at MTSU. So some important tips right there from uh, James and the BBB. Uh, So you said maybe another scam to talk about here too, huh? Yeah, so, you know, as, as long as we're on the, the, the theme of, you know, uh, personal information and scams, this one kind of hits close to home because this one was reported uh, out of Kentucky. You know, um, when, you're, when you're dealing with disasters like floods and wildfires and tornadoes, people find themselves where they've lost documents, birth certificates, um, driver's license, social security cards, and you have to get that information back. So... What this one is, is recently in Kentucky, following the floods, state transportation officials warned about fake text offers for replacement driver's licenses to flood victims. Some of these texts appeared to be from the Kentucky Transportation uh, Cabinet. Clicking on the link provided the text uh, that would have led to a fake website asking for personal information and money. And note that real website for the Kentucky um, Transportation Cabinet driver's license is drive.ky.gov. So uh, be careful. You know, sometimes when you click on something and say, you know, this is the government thing, and then you click on it, look at the, uh, the, the web address before you do anything. Make sure that it's a safe website. It's got the lock on it. Uh, and that it's the same address that you actually had went to. You'd be really surprised how often, you know, you click on it and it goes to a different website. You know, I think one thing that's very interesting about about that is you would think, well, maybe Kentucky is trying to make it more convenient for flood victims. And so that's at a time that you wouldn't maybe necessarily question that you've got a text about that versus you know, um, out, outside of a disaster. So that's how scammers work. You know, if, if your guards down just a little bit, then that's really what they go for, I guess. Absolutely. You know, uh, and we've seen people, um, we've seen consumers, they actually submitted some of these scams and look like websites, um, to help with everything from updating postal addresses, renewing, uh, ID cards, documents, uh, up for an upfront fee. And in many instances, they later discovered they may have accomplished the goal for little or no money and provided personal information to an unknown third party. There's more about this on how to identify fake websites uh, uh, on BBB.org. Uh, 
scammers continue to call and text people saying that they uh, need to replace Medicare or Medicaid or Social Security cards. Um, you know, one thing is, is there's another link on this on BBB.org. This is how to, um, you know, look at a fake text. And there's some examples on there. But one of the ones that people may not be aware of is, uh, you know, usually there's something on there that says, hey, if you don't want this, hit, you know, type in stop or reply no or uh, opt out, um, a link to opt out. What you got to be really careful about is when you say stop or you opt out, the scammer knows they've hit a real number. This is a legitimate number. That, oh, you don't, you want me to stop? Well, no, I'm not going to stop. Now I know I got a real life fish here. I'm going to keep fishing for this one. And so the best thing to do is when you get these fake uh, uh, texts or, or uh, emails, is just delete it or and block the email if possible. I know that I get these from time to time, and the way some of them come in, there's no way to block them. Right. And, and so if you can't block it, just delete it. If, if you if you let them know that you don't want their text or their email, what they know is they have a real person and they're just going to they'll start sending you different texts or different emails from different places. And they'll realize that, well, we got a live fish here. We just got to find something that we can ring them in with. And they said no to this one, but we'll send them another one too. Maybe something that's a little closer to home for them. Yeah. With all so, those fake, you know, those, those uh, telemarketing calls that come in, if it's a, if it's a number, I know that that's what it is. You know, you can actually go into your phone and block that phone number, but that doesn't mean that they won't use another phone number and call you the next day and with the same kind of offer, but at least that's one number that you can block and keep up with it. I, I think I've got like 200 and over 200 blocked phone numbers in my phone. Yeah. I got two of them yesterday back to back where I blocked the first one. And then the second one came in from basically the same area under a different phone number. And so scammers can get Google phone numbers constantly. And the other thing is they can use another company's, um, phone number to make it look like it's coming from them. If you've ever had one of those calls where people call you and then you say hello and there's nobody there, there's a way for scammers to kind of tap into that phone number, make another call to make it look like it's coming from a legitimate company. And the one that I had researched, just one of the ones I had researched at one point in time, I, I wrote down the number and I called the number back from the BBB office. And it came across as a fax machine for this well-known company. Oh, wow. And so what the scammer did was as soon as the phone picked up for the fax number for this line, they were able to make it look like all the calls were coming from this company where it was just coming from this company's fax line. So even if you tried to call them back, the only thing you were going to get was... Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, just really be careful of this. Um, scammers continue to also call and text people saying they need... Uh, uh, you know, place those Medicare calls. You know, we warn you not to click on anything, information that that pretends to be an official agency. Um, just watch what you're clicking on. Do your homework before you actually respond to any of these things. Um, 
So avoid falling victim to fake documents, replacement scams, confirm the URL before entering any personal information. Uh, it can be easy to click on a sponsored ad or an imposter website without noticing. Uh, but before any sensitive information, double check, triple check, quadruple check the website link, make sure it's secure. Uh, look for the HTTPS, the S is the secure, and they includes that little lock icon uh, on the purchase page. Uh, you can learn more about that on BBB.org um, on some of the uh, uh, references we made on a, a notice called BBB Secure. Um, be wary of third-party websites. These are uh, there are legitimate passport assistance services, but check out BBB.org before first to ensure that you're not sharing your information with uh, financial uh, with some kind of scammer. Mm -hmm. And make online purchases with a credit card because you can dispute those. Um, and then, of course, you know what I do a lot is if I have to make a payment online, I'll try like. Amazon, for instance, I will get a gift card first. I don't have my credit card on Amazon. Um, you know, I just I go get a gift card, and that's how I use. It. I don't, I just don't want my credit card out there in more places than I need to. So, um, that's basically it for our scams today. Just you know, one thing that's coming up with BBB here, uh, and you know, you want to put this on your calendar. Uh, we're going to be coming up with a. A apprenticeship event program in October, and it's going to be uh, at the Murphy's at MTSU's Executive Center uh, uh, soon. You can find more about this on BBB.org. It's going to be in October. Uh, but basically, this is for businesses who want to start an apprenticeship program with the state. Uh, if you want to learn more about that, just reach out to me at jprice at gobbb.org. And uh, we can help businesses um, build an apprenticeship program for their business through the through the state of Tennessee. Sounds great, um, James. As always, uh, appreciate your time here today and some great information. And uh, we'll catch up with you here in a couple of weeks. I'm going, Brian. And you too. That's James Price of the Better Business Bureau joining us. And uh, again, if you missed part of the program, be sure to check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com under podcast. Look for Rutherford Issues or wherever you listen to audio, search WGNS and subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, we're talking about uh, Apple and Google Podcast, iHeart, Facebook Podcast, Spotify, and more. <laughs>